I'm so glad to have you here on the Peaceful Chaos Podcast. Welcome. My name is Mark Involmi. I'm a licensed mental health counselor, and I hope you had your mental health check-in for the day because I know I've had mine. And uh, let's jump right into it. What's going on, everyone? Today, we get to talk about a topic that I really, really enjoy, and that's self-care. Self-care. What is self-care? We all have our own definition of self-care. According to Bochamp and Childress, self-care has been defined as providing adequate attention to one's own physical and psychological wellness. Self-care, guys, is definitely needed to help us to maintain a healthy relationship with ourselves because when there's a focus on ourselves, then there's a focus on wanting to improve on our overall optimal health. We're just, we could show up better for everyone else in our lives. Self-care is a great way to help us disconnect from the emotional roller coaster of life that we may be feeling at the moment. This is a way of taking the time out before getting back into the swing of things. Because we know life can be chaotic sometimes. And, and there are times where we just need a time out, regroup, hit the refresh button, and then come back and engage life. What are some examples of self-care, you might ask? I'll give a couple. This is not all of them, but this is definitely some. Getting a massage is one form of self-care. Taking a nap. Now, taking a nap is different from getting seven to eight hours of sleep. This is saying, you know what? Let me take 30 minutes to an hour uh, rest midday or, or late afternoon time just to recharge so I can finish the rest of my day. Uh, practical deep breathing techniques. Some people like to do the 444 method. My favorite is 478, where I inhale through my nose for four seconds hold it for seven seconds, and I breathe slowly out of my mouth for eight seconds. That's a great way to relax our nervous system and just really help us to relax if we're feeling anxious. Taking a bath, and when I say bath, I mean more along the lines of a bubble bath, Uh, filling the tub up, uh, listening to music, relaxing music to just get you into a mood where you just feel relaxed, uh, the st- you could just literally feel the stress just <laughs> peeling off of you. Uh, creating art, and this is like freedom of expression. It could be painting, it could be drawing, it could be sculpting something, building something, uh, coloring, uh, even playing with the puzzle. Uh, mindfulness activities such as uh, journaling, Uh, Taking a a moment out to be present. I really, really love journaling. I think it's something that's very underestimated in our culture. Uh, Having an opportunity to write down all of our thoughts. uh, It can leave you with a sense of feeling cathartic, like you had an opportunity to vent. Uh, Taking a walk by yourself, clearing your mind and just enjoying the quiet of the outdoors and definitely getting some sunlight. I'm not saying to go outside at the peak of the day when it's like 95 degrees and it's scorching hot, but finding moments when the sun is out and getting some of that 15 to 30 minute um, sunshine, daily sunshine reps 
out the way. I think it's really healthy to get that vitamin D. It does something to us psychologically where we just feel a little bit more awake. Exercising, this is a huge, another huge one that's underestimated, um, that's undervalued. You, we need exercise. Doesn't mean that everyone needs to, you know, be uh, in, in peak physical condition or, do, or try CrossFit, but just some type of physical activity to keep their heart going. Some people have to need to learn to say no. We say yes to everyone and we're, and we're mentally and physically exhausted. Saying no is a great form of self-care. And this is one that I think is very, very helpful. Creating rhythms in your life where you could take a social media break, dealing with the political issues, the traumatic videos that we see, the feeling the need to compare ourselves on social media. Uh, social media can be very draining. So we need those moments where we could just say, you know what, I'm logging off of IG, I'm logging off of Facebook, I'm logging off of Pinterest, Snapchat, TikTok. I'm just going to take a social media break and disconnect uh, and, and regroup. Uh, cleaning is a great, great one. This is not for everybody, but some people that really enjoy cleaning where, where they just... Uh, put on a set of headphones, listen to their favorite music and just start cleaning all over the house. And it doesn't mean you're cleaning the entire home. You could take it in sections. You could say this week, I'm doing a bathroom. Next week, laundry. The week after that, uh, I may do the floor. So break it up, especially if you don't have any help. Cooking. For those out there who can cook, cooking is a great form of self-care. If you know what you're doing and you have the time, you can just disengage from what's stressing you out and be present in the moment and focus on what you're doing and just cook you cook you one of your favorite meals engaging in your favorite hobby oftentimes when depression sets in and we're overwhelmed by life we stop enjoying the things we once used to enjoy which is our favorite hobbies watching your favorite tv show or movie now with this you don't want to I'm not saying to binge watch, but definitely get back into enjoying some of the shows that you used to bring you a sense of delight. And in and, and the last but not least, guys, going to therapy right? It doesn't doesn't mean you have to be in the crisis mode, but making sure you're having those moments where you could check in with the therapist, hear an unbiased perspective and just make sure that you're just stable on all fronts, emotional health, physical health mental health and you picking the mind of a therapist who has no biases not picking sides in your life but they just want to give you unfiltered truth from a clinical perspective and their only motivation is to watch you mature to the optimal form of to the best version of you that's out there so that when you show up you're, you're just focused, alert, and you feel refreshed and rejuvenated. So therapy is a great form of self-care. So when we fail, guys, to follow a self-care lifestyle, it will lead us to feeling stress. Now, what is stress? We say this word, we use this word very often. Stress is how your brain and body chooses to respond to any demand that we may put on it. Demands can be challenges at work, school, and at home. There's good stress known as acute stress, uh, and, and these these stresses are more short-term. For example, when you have to quickly hit your brakes because you almost hit a kid riding his bike recklessly in the road in the streets, that you get that adrenaline rush. This is a form of good stress. Um, 
Bad stresses are known as chronic stresses when we're constantly exposing ourselves to unhealthy situation, situations such as getting very little rest, poor nutrition, inability to tell others no in our lives, and neglecting our mental health when experiencing anxiety and depression. These are the forms of bad stresses. And stress can have several negative effects on our bodies. It can lead us to um, experiencing high blood pressure, insomnia, cha negative changes in our sex drives, irritability, upset stomach, which are also called, known as GI issues, fatigue, headache, muscle tension, and sometimes even hyperventilation. And let's talk about sleep for a moment. Sleep is so underrated, but it can have a profound effect on how well we focus and on and how we interact with others throughout our day. Sleep determines whether we'll be alert or whether we're barely making it. And, and sometimes we could be running on little sleep for so long that uh, we're really medicating ourselves with like uh, extra amounts of caffeine, uh, taking prescription pills, whatever the case may be, just to try to stay awake. Uh, but sleep is so profound in helping the entire body to feel rejuvenated and ready to tackle on the day. And nutrition is another one that doesn't get enough attention. Uh, nutrition can help us to improve our overall well-being. A poor diet can lead to debilitating health factors, health factors that can affect one's mood. The healthier we eat, the better we feel about ourselves. You can feel it, guys. When you're eating healthy, you, you feel it all throughout your body. You, you just, I can't really explain it, but if you've ever tried it, you feel the difference. Uh, and as we're discussing eating, I also want to mention overeating. Whenever you, you're overeating or you know someone close to you who's overeating or barely eating at all, this can also be a sign of depression because depression throws you off of the two extremes. Either you're eating too much or you're not eating enough. Uh, and self-care can also affect our brains in several ways. Now we're going to dive into some of the chemical effects of self-care. The first one is dopamine. Dopamine, one of the nicknames of dopamine is the reward center of the brain. This is a type of neurotransmitter that your body produces to send messages in regards to things we find pleasure in. It's also called a chemical messenger. So when you think of dopamine, think of you rewarding yourself when you see something or you're engaging in something like, oh, I enjoy this. This brings me a certain level of pleasure. Dopamine levels can be increased by, uh, by practicing self-care. And this can look like celebrating small or big victories you don't need a major milestone accomplishment in your life for you to get a dopamine release. It can be small. It can look like you're trying to get in shape and you know what, With over the past two weeks, you've lost 10 pounds and your goal could be to lose 100 pounds. Celebrate the 10 pounds, that's a small victory. You'll get that dopamine release. Or eating your favorite dish, whether that's um, your mom's um, famous home cooked, <coughs> excuse me, home cooked meal or, or just, just a little treat you enjoy, whether it's a chocolate cake, whether, uh, whether, it's, a, uh, whether it's your favorite um, green tea drink, whatever, whatever the case may be that gives you a sense of comfort, you'll definitely get a, a sense of dopamine relief release from that. The second chemical is oxytocin. Oxytocin is a hormone that helps with social bonding or connecting with other people. 
you can increase oxytocin levels by petting a safe animal, playing with the newborn baby, holding hands with your loved one, and giving someone a sincere compliment. The brain will release the chemical known as oxytocin. It's the chemical that let us know that we're bonding with other people. Uh, a lot of times when you see someone struggling with really deep depression, they get a sense of uh, isolation where they just want to stay away from everyone. And the brain's not really releasing any oxytocin, which can have a positive effect on our moods. Because when our mind, when our brains are releasing oxytocin, we feel a sense of connection with other others. Last year during the pandemic, a lot of us really experienced this when we had the quarantine. We weren't getting the regular oxytocin uh, um, amounts that we used to get before the pandemic, where we could engage with other people. When we were in our homes getting a sense of cabin fever, we really felt the negative effects of that. Some of us, it really helped our, it really caused our mental health to really deteriorate. So whenever we get the chance to get around someone or say something positive, definitely use those moments because oxytocin is a great way to really, really feel like we're connecting with other people. The third chemical release is called, is known as serotonin. Serotonin, this chemical helps with stabilizing one's mood. Uh, ways to increase our serotonin levels is to journal. I mentioned this earlier. Uh, practice some deep breathing, relaxation, mindfulness activities to really help our nervous system to calm down. Uh, engaging in jogging, cycling, swimming, taking a walk, spending some time outdoors in the sun, getting away with things that are a bit quiet. All of those things could really imp improve our mood, which can definitely release our serotonin levels, which, which is pretty much stabilizing our mood, ma making sure that we're stable, we're calm, we're relaxed. So this is another healthy chemical that the brain can re release. The fourth one is endorphins. Uh, it's also known as our pain and stress relieving hormones that the body produces. You can increase your endorphin levels by getting a good workout in, eating some of your favorite dark chocolate or brownies, uh, getting in a good laugh, enjoying some aromatherapy to help the body relax, um, you know, essential oils. So all of those are forms of endorphin release. And th this is another healthy chemical that the body, the body needs. When our brains produce the adequate amounts of dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, then typically we are engaging in a healthy dose of self-care in our lives. Self-care helps those that are in our sphere of influence to get the best version of ourselves. I mentioned this earlier, when we're engaging in daily self-care, people are getting to experience the best version of ourselves, where we're focused, we're alert, we we feel recharged, and everyone around us get get it get gets pieces of that, which is really good because they're getting us at a level to where we're ready to just give them our full and undivided attention because what we feel rested in our bodies, we feel relaxed, we feel calm, we feel focused. Now, this doesn't that doesn't mean that you won't have stressful days, but what it does mean is that you'll be better equipped to handle those stressful moments when they do occur. And stress self-care is something that you won't always get to practice. A lot of the things here that I mentioned uh, on on a daily basis, but the, but the major focal point is to be intentional, to say, you know what, 
I'm going to do my best to engage in this and engage in journaling today, practice some deep breathing, maybe get a little bit of sunlight. Although I didn't get an opportunity to work out, I at least got something in. I made sure that I'm eating somewhat healthy. I'm getting adequate rest. Um, I'm drinking enough water. Um, I'm connecting with other people so I'm not in isolation. We'll definitely feel the positive effects of that. Of that. Self-care is something that is so, so needed. Uh, a, a lot of times when we're experiencing a lot of stress in our lives or we're, we're going through some type of mental health crisis, usually when I check in with that client and, and I and I probe about what level of self-care they're practicing, they're usually not practicing any level of self-care, which is so needed for us physically, emotionally, mentally. It goes, it, it affects us all across the board. So let's not take self-care lightly. We, we really truly need it. We'll, fe- we'll feel the positive effects of it and everyone will get, will, will, will experience it, the positive effects of that as well when we're engaging them. So thank you for taking the time out to listening to something today that could be of great benefit to you and also to your friends and loved ones. Have a good one. And thanks for Jeff. Thanks for listening in. Thanks for tuning in to Peaceful Chaos Podcast. And please remember to hit the subscribe button. I've hoped to have left you guys with a little bit of hope, encouragement, validation, and safety. Until next time.